Hey there, this is Jessica Dickerson, and you are listening to The Dreamer's Outlet, inspiring creativity, compassion, and community, recorded and produced by MCR Podcasts. Hey, Dreamers. So I'm coming at you with another life nugget. This one is about prayer, and uh, don't be scared off if that's not your thing, and also don't be real excited if this is your thing, because I don't know. But... I think we just got to just dissect a little bit what our intentions are when we pray. And and, and if you are, if you're into prayer, I mean, we can call it that. But I think everybody really prays or sets intentions, puts, puts hopes and ideas out into the universe like that. That's the kind of prayer I'm talking about. It's like these wishes and hopes that we have. Um, that we just wish something bigger than us would take care of for us, right? And so I I was thinking about this a lot on um, Sunday as I was cleaning through some old stuff and I was getting rid of old papers and things like that. And I found some old journals that had um, prayers in them. And I was just like, ooh, let me just read this and see what I was thinking in my early 20s. And it's so funny because the prayers that I had there were not even in any way close to what I would pray now. And I was like laughing at my 20 year old self for sure. And literally, the it didn't even say like, dear God or anything. It was just like, God, please give me more money. That was the first sentence. And I was just like straight up. I'm not even going to warm up to this. I'm not going to beat around the bush. I'm going to be real forward that I just need some more money, God. And I don't know, it it was just kind of funny to see that being, and then there was a nice long, a whole bunch of other things after it. So it wasn't like I was trying to be short. I mean, I had like three pages of prayer, but it was just like, I for real thought that I could just say, hey, God, give me more money. And, um, and it's, and it's just not the way I think now. It's not, uh. God is not like a genie in a bottle that you can just rub and then get your three wishes and and magically, you know, money's just going to rain down. Yeah, I wish God could make it rain. <laughs> no, I don't think he can. I mean, it could happen. Hey, it could happen. Anything's possible. But having that expectation that it would, I don't know if that's really the best use of my my prayer time. And I think now, I mean, I definitely pray about money now, but... My intentions are more like, God, teach me how to manage my money better. God, show me new budgeting tools. God, you know, help me establish good credit. <laughs> you know, it's like these are the kind of the things, but they're things that ultimately I can change, you know, and I'm not waiting for some mystical being to really just make something appear in my bank account. That's not my expectation anymore. And, you know, it's cute, though. It's cute that I thought that when I was 20. Yeah, man, I was in an apartment, learning how to pay my bills for the first time. I mean, mom and dad were only like 15 minutes away. So, like, I didn't go that far for college. But still, I mean, it was hard. It was hard, a hard lesson. So I don't blame myself for expecting money. But that's... um. I don't know. I just I do think we can we can fine tune and and actually gain more from prayer by looking at how I we can change 
um, and the things that we can control and asking God to show us those things. So that was one. And then I read on and then I'm like, God, I was praying for friends and I said, God, change her heart. And I don't know, I think now I would never like, I mean, I, I would definitely want God to change people's hearts, especially if they're, if they're being difficult or, or hurtful. But also I think my, the stronger prayer would possibly be to give me eyes to see her, her heart, give me eyes to see where she's coming from. Allow me to have compassion and empathy to to try to meet her where she's at, because I think most people who who put their faith in some higher source do ultimately think that that higher source is going to meet you where you're at. You don't have to change or do something different to to know a higher being, you know, and so I would want to be that kind of a person. You know, instead of just expecting, it's a little, I don't know, self-righteous to think that like, okay, make that person come to my side of this uh, bridge, you know, like me, let's meet halfway and see what we can do with that. And that really, I mean, me taking a step forward is as it, that's what I can control and I can't control, not even probably with my prayers, can I control what other people do. You know, so the prayer seems to be more meaningful and more um, effective when I'm focusing on how I can help reach this goal rather than someone just just changing completely and showing up where I want them to be. Um, okay, there's another one here. God, give me, you know, XYZ dream. So I was... I was praying for a specific dream that I wanted to accomplish and it's so funny because like that's not even my dream right now. <laughs> so it's like, it's so, it's so, that I think is the ultimate testament to the fact that it's just an empty prayer to just be telling God what we want God to do for us. And instead I think now my prayer about my dreams or about my expectations is, you know, God, I am on the right path and I will enjoy the journey. So allow me to see the path that I'm on and allow me to enjoy what is happening around me right now. And, you know, and as long as these are moments free of crises, which thank God they are. I mean, I think as a, you know, I'm a crisis counselor too. So as a crisis counselor, I understand that there are moments of crisis where this kind of thinking doesn't really work. And that's okay. There's other things that we do in moments of crisis, coping skills, you know, uh, self-care, things like that. But right now, I mean, when you're just making it through life, I think asking some higher being to just like bring you like, boom, there you are in your dream, standing on that stage or, you know, with a who knows how many Instagram followers or I don't know, what's your dream? There you are, like a world-renowned artist with art in galleries all over the world. Like, what's the fun in that? If all of a sudden, like the genie in the bottle just says, boom, here you go. Now you're rich and famous or now you have a gajillion kids like you wanted or whatever it is. Like, what's the point? Yeah, <laughs> my producer's looking at me like, who wants a gajillion kids? <laughs> I don't know. Somebody does. 
And if you just had them all of a sudden, that would be pretty chaotic. But if you get them one by one, you see, and you can enjoy the journey, <laughs> you know, really, I mean, like, what would be the, what is the fun in the being like all of a sudden, like reaching some big goal that you've dreamed of all your life to just be there quite the opposite. I think a lot of people who, who reach these, these incredible goals early in life, then they probably have this crash afterwards of like, now what? Now I did that. How am I going to top that? I think Elizabeth Gilbert has a good TED talk about, um, about that. You should look into it. The creative genius. Yes. Look it up. It is. It's a good TED talk, but yeah, I mean, she, she wrote Eat, Pray, Love and that went, that book was amazing and went huge and they made a movie out of it and Julia Roberts stars in it. And then all of a sudden she's like, crap, now what am I ever going to be able to write something that tops that? And so the same thing, like, I mean, although she has mastered, you know, ways to enjoy her journey and enjoy her craft. And I think that's the goal, you know, if you're not enjoying the craft and if you're not enjoying the pursuit of it, then what is the point of it? Because once you get there, you know, you might find yourself a little unfulfilled because, because, you know, or you might find yourself quite fulfilled, but maybe it's short lived, you know, whatever. So I don't know. I think that that my prayer for my big dream to come true has changed a little bit and I found extreme contentment and fulfillment in in the journey of it and the ups and downs and and just the wild um the wild ride so totally okay there's a couple more I wrote down here so I got um uh God changed my circumstances so yeah that was I mean whatever difficult thing was happening there were a few requests there that were all about my circumstances like my rent and my car and my school and blah, 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 blah. and it's just like um I felt like all of that was just supposed to change like I was just supposed to get a good grade because I prayed and said God give me a good grade on this test and like boom I'm just it's just supposed to happen instead of like obviously now I'm like you gotta put in the work you gotta do the things and I, and I clearly understand the value of doing the work. And, and if you've, if, if, if you put in the work, I think then, then you, you can pray the prayer, like, please let this work. <laughs> please let this be as successful as I hope it is because I've put in the work. But if you're just sitting there like the day before a big test and you haven't studied and you're like, God, please help me pass this test. Like, come on, nah, you know, and I think those kinds of circumstances, I, I, I guess I don't typically um, pray for those things anymore. But I would probably pray, God, allow me to choose or allow me to see the choices I have. And I think we always have choices. And um, again, crisis counselor and me will just side note obviously trauma and things like that that is outside of of the realm of choices but with our day-to-day -day, when you think you're you're in a tight spot or a difficult situation like you always have choices and and it's 
and and really that's i think what my prayer is these days is you know let me see that i have choices let me see what my options are so okay so i overspent or so mm, i didn't study enough or so you know i made this mistake at work like but is it over is that the end of it do i have choices what are my choices you know and there's always there's always like a way out and so just like praying for that open mind to see it and to think of it like that's a better use of my prayer than to just blindly just hope that things change for me and the last one is god give us world peace i mean i you know what i'm not gonna shame you for praying for world peace because don't we all um don't we all just wish we had world peace but i i think and i've, I've debated this a little bit with some some friends who are like you know why why hope for world peace if we're never gonna have it and i'm just like should we not try well, should we not strive for world peace just because we know it will never actually happen or like that doesn't make any sense um i mean imagine what this world would be like if no one was even trying like and it's a good thing we have loving compassionate empathetic people out there trying to create a peaceful space and i think that's kind of my prayer these days rather than this very like all-encompassing world peace um while i do hope and pray always for world peace i think i often turn to like being that safe place for other people god allow me to be a safe place for people to land allow me to allow me to create that safety May, maybe they don't have it anywhere else in the world but god let me in my space be that space where people can feel safe and feel at peace and then hopefully if they achieve peace in that space then they can be that space for someone else and that's probably uh what will lead us closer to that global desire for world peace so that's it it's my life nugget start to uh, analyze your your where you're coming from with your intentions and putting things out in the universe and definitely keep doing it.